Hey y'all, it's your girl Claudia Jordan, and we're back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? <laughs> What's up, Claudia? Hey, hey. And our special guest host for the week, Flame Monroe, giving us Marilyn Monroe tea tonight. What's up, Flame? Well, hello, Mrs. Claudia Jordan. Hello, Mr. Reynolds. Hello, um, what are y'all soulmates? Oh, soulmates. Uh, I'm a man. Uh, I'm, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been oh. drinking. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Okay, what are y'all both drinking on tonight? Flame, what you drinking on? I was drinking on a little another wine cooler. You know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a soft core. I'm a soft core porn drinker. Oh, God. <laughs> Al, hard liquor or wine or shardy? Not me. I am definitely doing hard liquor. You know how, like, when you're in your house and every, you're, all your mixes are gone? So I'm doing tequila mixed with lemonade, mixed with blueberries, <laughs> mixed with right. lemon and lime. Those, are a, lot of, those are a lot of Beyonce references. Right. Al, lemonade, <laughs> mute, uh, uh, blue. What, oh yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of yeah, a lot, a lot going on in this glass. But hopefully, it'll get me where I need to go to to still drop some, I'm doing some simply <laughs> lemonade, strawberry lemonade with a whole bunch of vodka. And I just was like, you know what? Let me throw in these little pineapple slices that make me feel like I'm in the island. Cause I'm gonna need a vacation real soon. So all right, we uh, all gonna uh, meet tonight, I guess. So y'all get ready. Hold on. I don't mm. think you're gonna be able to go on vacation soon, Claudia. I see something bright coming in your. Oh, flame! Flame, <laughs> flame, 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 flame it up! All right. Before we get to the topics, flame, tell the soulmates about your next show. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I want to say to Fox Soul and TGIF and the soulmates and everybody, just thank you guys for having me this week. Uh, to, to work with in an unfamiliar territory with people I've never met is something different and new. But this is what I do. So I, I, y'all made it easy. Thank you, Claudia and Al and everybody behind the scenes. And uh, my next show is February the 2nd and 3rd in New York City at Comedy in Harlem. Get your tickets at the website. And May 10th, I am doing my showcase for Netflix is a joke to do my one hour special at the Elysian Theater right here in New York City. So follow my website. Follow all my pages. They're all Flame Monroe or Monroe.Flame, and you'll find all my information. I've had a great time. This is day four. Four is my good luck number. Let's turn this show out. Let's just, <laughs> let's just damn it, do it. That is amazing. You know, I love me some New York, so maybe I'll come out and meet you for the first time and come to New York and see that you. That would be, ooh, I think you'll be there already. Come on, let's oh go. Oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> From your mouth to God's ears. Okay. He, heard he heard me this morning. What am I missing? Are you guys, what do y'all talk about? Flame has really been really, um, I, I gotta say this about Flame. I've never met Flame, but Flame has, uh, throughout the, the, the last, I guess, year or so, has just been sending me positive just messages, just out the blue, not asking for anything, just, just mm -hmm. observation, seeing things, seeing things for me. And I, I've mm -hmm. never, I feel like I met Flame, but I haven't, and you've been super sweet. And you, you, you really have been, and I really appreciate. It. She just speaking some things into existence for me that she wants for me. That's all. Oh, thank okay. You. She's awesome. All I'm right, let's. I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, I'm, I'm messy. I don't know. Are we talking about the Breakfast Club. I don't well, know what I, you're talking about, Mister. Are they hiring about. over there? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's get to these topics. Love and Marriage Huntsville star Martel Holt was recently released from jail after being charged with third-degree misdemeanor domestic violence for allegedly sending harassing comments to an unknown person. Mm -hmm. Martel was held in jail for three hours before he was released on bail. As of now, 
There's a, not a lot of details to explain why Martel was arrested, but his publicist released a statement saying, Martel Holt adamantly denies any intentional harm or harassment toward the accuser. We believe these allegations are the result of a misunderstanding, and we are confident that the legal process will ultimately vindicate Mr. Holt. Wow, first of all, didn't know that you can be actually arrested like this for harassing uh, statements and comments, if that's the case. I got about a thousand people I need to have arrested. <laughs> all right, what are your thoughts on the Huntsville Star's recent arrest? Al, let's go to you first. Well, you know, his is a little bit different, Claudia. Now, his, his third-degree assault is coming from, or the misdemeanor comes from a warrant. A warrant in which the judge told him what he can and cannot do as he communicates with his ex. And he decided to, um, offend, you know, to not follow those instructions of the warrant. So they executed the warrant. Now, this is, a degree, this is the deal. I love when these reality stars, you know, do crazy things and teach us new stuff. So this is a third degree assault because it's reckless infliction of fear. Let me repeat that. It's third degree assault because it's reckless infliction of fear you can't be charged with third degree domestic violence using your text messages and sending a note if as long as you invoke fear in the person where there's a warrant that you're not supposed to do it you end up in jail just like him so wow. violate the warrant so it is more to it than just a text all right um flame what Listen, do you think al said a tweet so can we name that tweet phobia since everything is a phobia now so would that be considered tweet phobia Here's the thing, ever since they've created social media and all that, everybody's so strong behind the keyboard. But face-to-face -face is just a Passover. I'm sad. It, it could be that serious because they only held him for three hours. And thank God, what was, that? was he in Alabama? Huntsville was in Alabama. Was yeah. he arrested in Alabama? Well, at so. least it wasn't yeah. Mississippi because we already know how that went down. Let, uh, let me ask the both of you because we, we're all public figures and, you know, I'm sure we've all been, you know, the, the target of some kind of harassment online. Okay, I've had lots of bad things said about me. I know all three of us have, right? Has anyone ever in real life kept the same energy to you in person as they have in real life? It usually doesn't happen, right? Like they're so bold on social media, but has they ever come to you in real life and said, I don't like you or whatever? Have they ever had the same energy in real life? Either one of y'all. Absolutely uh not. <laughs> because if you offend her, he defends her. That's the same person. Oh, I plays no game. Mm. I'm from Chicago. I'm not going to play with you because I'm not going to allow you to hurt me. Al, anybody have the same energy on person as they have had online? I don't you? think they've had the same energy like directly in my face, but I have been driving and I have been called all types of names and thrown uh, beer bottles at me in my Ooh. convertible car, calling me, you know, very derogatory things like gay, um, um, you know, hustler, all that type of stuff. I've definitely had that happen to me, but nobody in my direct physical space, no. Well, gay shouldn't be a derogatory term, especially it's, it shouldn't even be an insult anymore. You know what I mean? Like that used, that's like the old school way of thinking. One time in my whatever years in this business, I was on a parade float with the Ricky Smiley show, right? And we were waving and it's like literally maybe three, 400,000 people in the audience. One person said, I don't like your ass, Claudia. And I was like, you're the only person that ever said to my face because it's usually, can I get a picture? And they say, be the same ones that be talking the most trash online. So mm -hmm. We're going to pay it to us. All right, moving on. He, uh, one last thing. He was previously arrested last March for allegedly assaulting his child's mother, Ariane Curry. So he's having a little bit of issues here, Martel. Mm -mm -mm. All right. So 
social media has been buzzing about our own Al Reynolds for his uh, comments uh, uh, about Nia Long and her uh, breakup with Amy Adaka. And now it appears that Nia may have responded by posting it on her Instagram story. Some of us really do stand on loyalty and pure intentions. Al, is there anything you want to say about this? <laughs> of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say this and I'm going to continue to say this. It's my opinion of what I would have done, everybody. I'm not telling her that what she did was wrong. Because, you know, listen, on this show, it's no secret. I support black women. And if there's one thing you know about me, I love black love. And like you said, especially, Claudia, like you always say, especially if they got money. And this man got has <laughs> money. So all I was simply sharing was what a lot of my A-list or black female stars have told me. One thing you have to do in this business is protect your romantic life and keep people out of your relationship in your bedroom and who you decide to put in your bedroom because it is a lot of pressure. That was the one thing I was saying. Look, she made the perfect decision for her and it works for her. But for me, all I was also stating was she had withstand him cheating before right and she stayed and she worked it out for her son and for herself in this case and i will repeat it again i feel like if i was in her shoes and i knew my man they're not married let's just be clear they're not married so that's a totally different conversation they have just been dating for 12 years and i knew what my man's history is and i was okay with it and i worked it out with him in this case because i got all of this media attention and people are saying we support you we love you i just don't think that i would have walked away from it this easily it's my opinion it's what i would have done so for all of those out there that are throwing eggs at me and all these crazy dms that i've gotten I do have a right to my opinion, just like everyone else. You can take that in $2 and get a train in New York City. I see some more beer bottles in your future, Al. I'm just going to say it. Some more what? The more bottles. beer bottles. Nobody going to throw some ah. beer bottles at you. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not nice, Flame. No, I'm just that You are a trans woman. What you say? I said, considering you are a trans woman, I Ain't don't think that's going to throw the bottle with me, because I promise you in the gate, I know how to bob and weed. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I saw the smoke you got, Al, and it was all over a lot of the blogs. That's actually the, a lot. It was a lot of people saying um, issue. they had it took issue with you say and stand on it. You said it. You said what you felt. And that's exactly. part of this job. And and you know, I didn't agree with you. But guess what? You don't agree with me on stuff and vice versa. And we don't have to. And that's the beauty of this show. And that's why we talk it out here respectfully. We have. Oh, my God, Kat, really? We have uh, di different opinions. And that's what why it's called a panel show. Um, I'm here to represent the ladies. Al's here to represent the men and the, and the men that think like him. And Flame's here to represent both. And we're going to speak our mind. And that's okay. what is the beauty of Fox Soul. And when we yeah, get yeah. that smoke, we got to just stand on what we say. And that's it. And you did. Yeah. So Agreed. moving on. Oh, wait. Agreed. Flame, did you want to say anything? I wanted to say Al said that he could, if he was in her shoes, Al, I seen your feet. You cannot fit that lady's shoes. Let me just <laughs> <you know. laughs> He's about as thick. You're not. <laughs> All right, y'all. Moving on, Tana Taylor isn't holding back when it comes to her two children with former NBA player Iman Shumpert. New legal docs in their divorce show that Tayana is alleging that Iman was careless with the safety of their children. Now, some of Tayana's claims are that Iman was constantly under the influence of marijuana when he was with the children and that he did not properly feed them despite being in the family home. 
Oh, Lord, what do you think is going on here? God, Flame, I'll see you with a smirk over there. What you got to say about this? Okay, let me let me just be very honest and transparent. Lots of people smoke weed, even whether it's for medicinal reasons or what have you, and still function with their children. Uh, and and I'm, I'm not going to be able to believe that she said that there was no food at home, because if you smoke weed, you get the munchies. I've never smoked <laughs> weed, but I've had an edible. You're going to keep a snack, a potato chip or some corn chips or something in the house. So I think it might be a little extreme. I hate, um, again, I hate messy um, playouts with custody battles in the public because everybody has an opinion and the court, the, the, the jurors see it, the judges may see and hear it, and then they'll have an already built in opinion on what they're going to say when you walk into the courtroom. I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Lots of people smoke weed and still function very well with their children. I'm not defending that that's the case, but a lot of people do. So this is sketchy at best to me. Okay, Al, what's your opinion on this? You know what my opinion is on this. I'm like, wow, I am devastated. This is some hefty allegations. Listen, just in December, I was praising these two months ago about how how uh, amicable the separation was and how they're going to be great co-parents mm -hmm. together. And I wish them the best because this was a this was a couple that I was rooting for. They're they're very he is handsome, she's beautiful. They have look at those kids. Those kids are absolutely beautiful yeah. so i'm gonna give i'm gonna give her a little pass on this because i'm thinking that she's doing this for the courts because she wants custody or child support or something in the legal process that's forcing her to bring this forward but i gotta be honest this is making me uncomfortable it's making me uncomfortable we cannot when we're not getting our way or if we're trying to get our way feel like it's an opportunity to, to villainize, to criminalize, to persecute black men. You know, like in this particular case, come on, he's got money to say that he is malnutrition in the kids. He's got money to say that he is compromising the safety of those kids. That's very, that's, that's very problematic. You know, those accusations are very damaging and they're dangerous and I just don't think it's fair. So in this particular case, I love these two. I will continue to support each of them individually, but come on, Tiana, Tiana. <laughs> Let's not do too much here, especially if it's not all the way true, because saying that a, a black male is is not feeding his kids and a black male is putting his kids in very dangerous situations are some very hefty allegations that yeah. it could be very hard for him to come back from. And, and I honestly, to just to get child support or custody of a child could be unfair. Tayana, I got your back on this one. I do not think Tayana is doing this because she is thirsty to get uh, custody of that those children. I don't think he wants custody of the children. Tayana Taylor is the one, if you remember, is the one that asked for this to be kept quiet and out of the press. She had the initials of them put in the divorce documents. It was Iman that went and made it public and said, wait a minute now, put a name on it. And he wanted the names out there, not her. If he didn't do that, they could we wouldn't even know about this stuff going on in their relationship. And I feel like... He's the one that asked for it to be public. And now you can't be crying about how it goes because you made it public. She was trying to protect the children and him to some degree. Now, we don't know what goes on in nobody's house. But what we do know for a fact is she asked for it to be private. He violated his wife's wishes. So once again, we say this on the show all the time. You don't get to tell someone how they get to react. And I do not think Tayana Taylor is desperate or thirsty to lie in this man. I honestly think she still has love for him. That's why she wanted to keep it private. Because when people don't have love anymore, that's when they go blasting you and making it all loud. 
I think when you love someone like how me and KJ broke up, we both kept it quiet out of respect. Not to make it about me. I'm just giving an example. You know, I honestly feel like she still loves him. I honestly feel like he loves her. It just got messy. And then you got people in your ear. You know, I I don't think she would make this up. But in New York, I, I don't think it's illegal to smoke weed out there. But, you know, hey, things get ugly in divorces. Al, me and you know, both know that we both had mm -hmm. messy, you know, divor well, divorces, I would say. I won't say messy. And, and, and the person you um, divorce is not always the person that you married, unfortunately, right? All right, y'all. We all love black love here, so we do hope they, you know, kind of figure it out. Me too. That Iman, is, that Iman is a dancer, baby. When he was on Dancing ah, with yeah, God, that was good. He was God. good. I was, in my, I was in my living room shaking some. When he was shaking, I was shaking. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> Coming up next, Kanye gets hit with a lawsuit and later P. Davidson's discusses Aretha Franklin's funeral. Keep it here. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Looks like the new year is off to a rough start for Kanye West who is now being sued by a fan who claims he was physically assaulted while trying to get an autograph from Kanye. Uh, Justin Poplowski claims that Kanye became enraged with him and hit him multiple times. He is suing Kanye for assault and battery and emotional distress. Alice, go to you first. What are your thoughts on this? Hey, at the end of the day, you can't put your hands on people. And I think Kanye should know that because this isn't his first this isn't his first incident. Now, this I do want to make clear, though. We know that Kanye has been very aggressive. He's been acting erratic. He's been doing some crazy antics and stuff. But this particular fan has gotten his autograph before. So I don't know. To me, because he's seen this fan around a couple of times, Kanye could have felt unsafe because how many times do you need to give the same person your signature? At that point, for me, I would feel threatened. I would feel unsafe. And if you really pushed me too far, I may have put hands on you too. But someone like him who used to be a billionaire, not anymore, but still extremely wealthy, you got to know, young man, you cannot put your hands on people. All right, Flame, what are your thoughts? Also, mm, he smelled money. I think it's bullshit. And when Al said that he had the autograph before, that's what he's trying to get Kanye on his the, the downfall because then they're going to say that Kanye is this and Kanye is that. I'm from Chicago. Kanye is South Side aggression. But again, Claudia, you made a very valid point. Don't keep running up on me if I see you because the stalkers are out here. Look, people are being attacked. Celebrities are attacked all the time. Uh, I'm not condoning the violence, but self-preservation is the first law of nature. If I feel threatened, it's you or me. It's damn sure going to be you. I'm rolling with Kanye on this one. If the guy already had the autograph one time, you don't need my autograph again. If you got if you got blasted, Kanye may have to pay for it. But I think the guy was setting it up. I have a problem with someone asking for an autograph more than one time because artists ask you to buy more than one um, album. So I don't have a problem with that. But if the you album changes, the signature doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, but like you're asking there you for. Go. You ask for multiple support over years. You ask for money. A, a signature takes two seconds. I'm going to say this. Um, but if you feel uh, um, unsafe for any reason, it is your right to say, get, get the hell away from me. And if you're not understanding personal space, then, hey, whatever happens, happens. Now, Kanye, you are a target, so you have to move differently than the average person, unfortunately, because you have more to lose, which is always the sucky thing about the more successful yeah. person. You're the one that has something to lose, not them. They have everything to gain. So, all right, Kanye, I hope you get it together, Kanye, because you used to be real dope back in the day. And I hate to see like this downwards, this spiral, because every news story, 
you're going to get the heat more than the other person. Like, we will forget the person's name. I already forgot the name. I just read it. All right, switching gears, our friend. Mm, who wrote that? Justin, you put that in the script. <laughs> our friend, Tokyo Tony, had some advice for the single ladies out there to take a look. You bitches can't cook. <laughs> you bitches can't clean. But the them gay boys, them transgenders, they grandma said, get your bitch ass in that kitchen. You gonna hook them motherfucker pork chops and gravy up. You gonna learn how to make this rice. You gonna get your ass. And you gonna bring your ass to church on Sunday. These are the ones who got your man. Okay, Flame, I'm gonna eat first on this one. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot. It was a I'm going to say this about Tokyo Tony. Check the source, ladies and gentlemen. You can take advice from a man on the street. You can take advice from a professor, a professor in college. Check the source. I wouldn't take advice from Tokyo Tony. This is the same lady who allegedly sent out new pictures of her, videos to her, her daughter's ex-boyfriend. Uh, again, the word for my, my word for Yes, transgender. I'm a transgender. My grandmother did send me to the kitchen to cook. But baby, cooking is only part of getting a husband or getting a marriage. Is Tokyo Tony married? Absolutely no. not. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think she's still oh, married, okay. isn't she? Well, again, I'm check shocked. the source. Alexa, off. Oh my God, is that you, Al? Okay, I want you to think about Tokyo Tony and her marriage. Look where your information is coming from. I'm telling you, I'm, I wouldn't take advice from her. I, I just wouldn't. It's just it's for it's for clickbait and likes. I got to be honest with you. I I understand who it's coming from, and it was it was it was laughable at best. It, I got a good chuckle out of it because that's what she does. She talks junk. She make you laugh sometimes. She make you mad sometimes. She makes you she makes you just do all types of things sometimes. <laughs> but like you said, this is a woman who. You know what? Look, look who the advice is coming from. I understand she got married in 2009 to the to the husband she has now. They got a divorce, got married again in 2012. And from what I understand, they're still together, but I'm not sure. But come on, look at who the advice is coming from. But in this case, it was funny. It, it was interesting. It was <laughs> so I could give her that. But taking advice on relationships, something I probably won't do too much of. Sometimes she is funny, but here's my thing. I feel like every time, well, again, perception. It seems like she always uses the trans and gay community to get a viral moment. Like she's always keeping the name, the community in her mouth and saying something in her car, riding around while she's doing her Amazon drops and Instacart deliveries. It's like she's always saying something about the community. Like, damn, and it's always, the, the tone is always so negative. And it's like, <sighs> It's kind of like, it's like Boosie, like, like she knows what to say to get people to trend and end up on this incredible show, TGIF. She knows exactly what to say and who to put in her conversations. I'm tired, y'all. Can we do better in 2024? Can we? Can we? You can't, you can't change people. That's who she is. That's what's getting her, keeping her relevant. So, baby, I'm ready for the next story. Just make up something more fantastic. I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> All right. In scammer news, a 64-year-old woman from Massachusetts has been charged with allegedly attempting to kill her 73-year-old husband after falling for an online scam. Roxanne Duchette was scammed by someone posing as Thorsten K, a soap opera star from The Bold and the Beautiful. 
Now, allegedly, the soap star imposter manipulated Roxanne into serving her husband poison soup in an attempt to collect his life insurance. All right, y'all, what are your thoughts on this possible, this terrible scam, Al? <laughs> oh, Al, you Put so that bad. picture back up there, please. Put that picture back up. Okay, so I just want to make sure I know which one. Hello, production, are you there? Okay. All right, beautiful lady. Now, so let me make, I understand this. A very famous soap opera star overseas, right? Is so in love with her, with her, that he convinced her to put poison in her husband's soup so that she could get the life insurance to send to him. All right, take her directly to jail. Anybody that crazy, anybody that mentally unstable, anybody that insecure, you definitely gotta go to jail. Just make sure that it's a mental facility because you need a whole lot of help, lady. I mean a whole lot of help. Blame. That's oh, look at him. Look how he looks. He's like, huh? He don't even know what's happening. That self-esteem had to be all the way low. He, listen, the husband look a little old. That's why we were talking the other day about an 80-year-old and a 30 baby. He, uh, you got to get somebody that's younger than you to take care of you. That lady looked like that man ain't took care of her. You know what I mean by taking care of her in a long time. You this think she ain't got no inbox, said <laughs> the right thing made her feel good, reminded her that she was still a woman and told her she was beautiful, and she did the dum-dum, and it was the dum-dum. And now she's going to get the jail jail. Now, okay, let's just talk about this for a second, Flame. So if someone was hitting you up online, wouldn't you at least have them FaceTime you? Absolutely. At least FaceTime you. Like, Naked. at least let me see your face. <laughs> Can you please, can I see your face before I go kill my husband and send you the insurance money? Like, is it that easy out here? Cause maybe I, I need to change professions. You know what it is? Oh my God, Al, that's terrible. You know what it is? <laughs> it was the pandemic. People were so lonely stuck in the house being locked up for two years that, that you were willing to accept anything. I'm telling you, you can say the right things behind that keyboard and he reeled it in, he caught a big fish. He caught a real big dumb fish, but he, nevertheless, he caught a big fish. I think a lot of people are sad and depressed and just going through life very lonely. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, the pandemic and it's continued since then. I think if you look online on what's trending and like relationships, a lot of people are single and just out here by themselves and they are yearning for love. Their parents may have passed on or they don't have the same friends they used to have. So they're looking for love. And then someone can like really manipulate you using your desire to be loved to the point of killing someone that actually is in your house loving you to get money. And it's really sad that people are just out here dying for that much attention. All right, y'all, coming up next, find out why Pete Davidson was a, uh, was at a, was high, I'm sorry, at, I, I can't believe it, was high at a celebrity funeral and later a shocking update about the woman who claimed she was given HIV. Stay tuned, you don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. In his new stand-up special, Pete Davidson said that he was high on ketamine during Aretha Franklin's funeral. Do you find this disrespectful? Flame, you over there smiling. What you thinking right now? <laughs> I'm laughing because I met Pete Davidson at Madison Square Garden with Dave Chappelle last year, and he was so much fun. But Aretha Franklin's funeral was four days, so you might have needed something <laughs> to keep you up. Let me just be honest. <laughs> um... I don't know if it, I, I, I don't know. You have to do what you have to do. At least he attended. 
at least he <laughs> let me just give on his at least he attended but it was four days or more it, it was long but being on special k during the funeral don't ask well, me is that what ketamine is that what ketamine is i think it is Isn't what that is that ketamine a, what is ketamine is um, that the horse tranquilizer lame I, you asked me like i do drugs don't right, do that. He did. <laughs> well you made it seem like you knew what it was no so I'm anyway thinking, i'm thinking it's an upper it couldn't have been a downer it was a four-day funeral you know what Anyway, so in the chat, if you know what ketamine is, can yeah, you let tell us know? I think ketamine. it's special okay. I think it's a horse tranquilizer. I think it is. I didn't know that. But I do know this, though. He was dating Ariana Grande at the time, and she was performing at the funeral. So that's how he was invited to the funeral. So I don't see anything's wrong with him being there. The only thing that I felt that was kind of disrespectful was he said because he was high that when they went back and they were sitting with the family, he was talking to the family. He told the family i wanted to pay my and he started singing r-e-s-p-c-t <laughs> i can't believe i'm laughing at that but <laughs> he was trying to blend in you know he was at he, was, he thought he, he was, was telling them that he was sorry for what was going on but to make a joke he tried to make a joke and he sang one of her songs saying I, that he was there to show his r-e-s-p-c-t and it kind of fell flat that i thought was disrespectful but him being there i thought it was fine Wait a minute. If it's a horse tranquilizer, I can understand why he took it because the rumor is out that Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Oh, I was trying to do, you know, analogy. Who <laughs> right. are your analogies? I'm trying to see. Anyone know ketamine? Anyone, anyone have any experience with ketamine? Okay. It says side effects. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. We'll get into that later. We have an update on Deborah Redden, the man who attacked a Las Vegas judge during his sentencing. All right. He is now being charged with attempted murder against an older person in addition to his various other charges. Folks on social media think the attempted murder charge is unnecessary. What are your thoughts, Al? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? This is where I say once again, where is the outrage? Now, this type of stuff, what he did was 110% wrong. Okay, 150% wrong. Charge him for what he did. Charge him for assault. Charge him for disrespecting government property. Charge him for knocking over the American flag like you guys are trying to do. All this other stuff. Charge him, charge him, charge him, charge him. But come on. Attempted murder. Attempted murder. So you're going to tell me that everybody in that room felt like he was going to murder her because that's what you're saying. I don't like this. And I hope that lawyers on the side of civil rights and justice do not allow this to go down. It's simply not right and simply not fair. And I know the more they're trying to pile on him so that they can keep him in prison for long and make him an example. And that's not what justice and law is all about. I'm all for sentencing when it's proper, but let's keep the same energy. If you can have police officers with necks, knees on necks and not call that attempted murder or the stuff that they get away with, let's not act like a man lunging at this woman with no weapon is attempted murder. Assault? Of course it is. Attempted assault and assault all day long. Attempted murder? Really? It's because he's black, she white, period. End of story. Uh, Flame, what do you think? Well, the, the charge was an attack on a protected person. So that's what they want to use to really try to slam him. 
because she is a judge and it was in the courtroom. But there's fault everywhere. First of all, the, the charge was way too extreme. It was way too extreme. Charge some of those bailiffs and some of those coward ass sheriffs because just because you have a gun does not give you courage. They all had billy clubs or guns or tasers. You use them at a stop sign. Why didn't you use them in a the courtroom? Mm -hmm. Stop me at a stop sign. You won't care that I'm transgender. You're going to care that I'm black. If baby, no, it does not fit the crime. It's way too much. They're doing too much in this in America right now. They're doing too much. I will say this about this guy, though. I don't want it to become a case of we're defending him like he's some kind of someone to be saved because he actually has a lot of uh, stuff on his record with abusing black women and all that. Like he definitely is a, a, little, a menace. But but even with that being said, I do not think this was attempted murder. This yeah. is a judge looking out for another judge. That, and that's all that is. All right, y'all. Tiffany Hatter seems to be turning her life around. She posted a montage of herself working out with the caption, day 46 of my new life. I'm happy to say I am enjoying it so much. Thank you to the people that are really here to support me. You are the best. Tiffany has had a couple of recent run-ins with the law. Are y'all hopeful that she can maintain this lifestyle change out? Oh, of course, you know, I'm a fan of Tiffany Haddish. Um, and I'm glad she's taking the steps. I'm glad she's taking this last incident very seriously. I've been following her on this new journey. She went on um, trails. She's been went on spirituality trails. She went in the forest to spend some time with nature. I, I'm enjoying it. And I just hope that it's real because I think anyone that finds themselves in a situation that she found herself on the heels of everything she has been through the last 18 months, I'm glad she's finally connecting and able to find a space of peace and a space of peace where that she can do and live her best life. So I'm here to support the lifestyle change. Keep up the great work and let's get you. Well, she is on the road, so I can't wait to see one of her next tours. Yeah. OK, Flame, what do you think? Well, you know, Tiffany, my baby. So listen, Tiffany, I, New Year's Day, I spent the every New Year's Day. She has a huge gumbo collection. Have uh, eclectic people come from everywhere. And she is on the road because this Friday we're performing at the Yamava Theater. I'm on the show with her. She's headlining. It's already sold out. And uh, we talk all the time. And she did tell me she was going to make some changes. But can I say something in defense of Tiffany Haddish? Mm -hmm. I want to blame Elon Musk. Really? Why? Mm -hmm. Because the car is self-driving. What the hell? I'm going to pay $130,000 for a car for it. I can't get drunk and it drive me home. She oh wasn't God. drunk. The car was parked. <laughs> the car was parked. She was asleep. But uh, again, uh, to, to make it a joke, Elon Musk's car is supposed to drive you home. So let me say I'm drunk or I'm high. Push the button. Take me home. I think he needs to add that feature next year. Okay. <laughs> no, I think um, uh, I will say this. I used to work out with Tiffany back in the day with my trainer, Eric, in um, L.A. We used to go, go running at the park, and she was just getting ready to go do girls' trips. So it was right before she blew up. And anyone that was in the comedy scene in L.A. knew for years that Tiffany was grinding for a very long time before she really blew up. A long time. She okay. was doing the work, doing the work, doing the work, trying to get on. And girls' trips absolutely changed her life. So after all those years of grinding, things blew up for her overnight. And, um, you know... I just think she's in a weird place. She had a really difficult year with all that Aries Spears stuff, that drama, getting sued. I, I think she found herself in a weird place that she hadn't been in before. And listen, I ain't gonna sit here and lie and act like I'm above this, that I ain't never gone through some depression where I, I reach for the bottle and I would try to numb my pain or dull my pain. Not saying it's right. We all know therapy is the right way, but a lot of people are just walking around here very unhealed and very hurt. And we do irresponsible things. There's many times I could have found myself in the same position, but because God or luck or just dumb luck, 
I didn't get pulled over. I didn't hurt somebody else. All I'm saying, what well, what she did right? No. Am I defending it? No. But we're all going to want some grace in our lives. We're all going to say, yo, man, I messed up. You know what I mean? Like, give me a chance to at least prove myself and try to, like, work it out and do better from here on out. So all we can do right now is support Tiffany. Yeah. If she keeps on doing it after that, that's on her. Well, well, in her defense, she was asleep. She was not drunk. Neither was she high. She wasn't. She was exhausted. Okay. But they did when the court when it unfolds in court, she was exhausted. They really the framed that as a DUI. They really framed yeah, well, that. Well, because if she was in the car, I think the car was on, but it wasn't moving. She was actually, she was exhausted. And when it unfolds throughout the court, let it play out. You guys will see. And I know y'all say she's just defending Tiffany because she's her friend. That's what friends do. You damn right I'm defending my friend. But I talked to her. She was exhausted. She had been passing out food on Thanksgiving all day. Then she went to her family's house. So she was going home again. Elon Musk's car at the hundred thirty thousand damn dollars should have driven her home. Let's sue him. <laughs> I'm gonna say this here at TJF, and I'm gonna commit to this. When all that proof comes out, and um, if it comes out in these documents that she in fact was not drunk, and they hit her with the DUI driving under the influence, you better say the influence of sleep, because we will not let her right. be out there as someone that was drunk if she was in fact not. And we will definitely commit right here on TJF to defend her and, and and give just as much energy to the cleanup as we have to cover the story. That, I can promise you. Okay, I, I appreciate that. Call her and please tell her that too, please. Okay. I'm serious about that. Keep it locked because coming up next is a shocking update about the woman who claimed she was given HIV. And later a woman shares why some people should not work from home. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, y'all. Earlier this year, we talked about a woman who claimed that the man she was sleeping with knowingly gave her HIV. Now we have an update. It turns out this was all a lie. The woman allegedly admitted she tried to tarnish the man's reputation because she was upset that he did not want a relationship with her after sleeping together. Now, he went on Instagram Live and showed proof of his negative HIV test results. Wow. Can y'all believe how quickly someone can ruin your reputation with false accusations? We've all seen this. Uh, Alice, go to you first. What do you think? Um, like I said in the show, I told you I felt like that this wasn't real. And I didn't think the way the dialogue went back and forth, it didn't feel like that she had just contracted HIV from a dude. This is my problem, though. Do you guys think it's just okay for her to make that up because she's hurt? I mean, that is some really damaging, deadly, dangerous lie to spread about someone. Honestly, I think this could possibly be legal. I mean, because you're saying that this guy has a disease or an infection that could possibly affect the lives of others. And think about all the people that she put that out in the in the, in the in the world to hear and see. Can you imagine if you ever knew this guy and had sex with this guy, the fear that you would have inside of you? Is it okay, y'all? Do y'all think it's okay for her to do this without there being some type of ramification on the other side? Absolutely yeah. not, but I'm gonna let Flame go first. Go ahead, Flame. I think she should I think she definitely should be arrested. It's like when you fake when you fake call nine one one, they arrest you. This is way more serious right. than that. So she should be arrested on that. 
secondly, it must have been, good God, he must have had some powerful strokes on him because for her to make up such a fantastic story, that is really going extreme. I've heard of fighting other girlfriends and showing up at the job, but this is beyond crazy. She needs to be checked mentally because something is wrong with her. It's one thing to be heartbroken over love, but it's a whole other thing to put somebody's life in danger. What if the next girl that he was dealing with felt like he did that to her because of what she said and his her family attacked and killed him? This right. could have snowballed or avalanche into something monstrous. Yeah, put a black ass in jail. Lock her ass up. Because <laughs> people uh, get killed. People get killed over yes. stuff like this. I agree with the punishment of this woman. I think no one should be out here being able to speak reckless, making up stuff. Because like people don't really stick around for the, the cleanup. They hear the immediate story that's negative and they go with that and no one ever comes back. Like whenever someone misprints something in a magazine about a celebrity or whatever and they have to print a retraction later, the retraction be mad little in the very back of the magazine and no one ever really gets a hold of that. All everyone knows for, mo for the most part, last week the story was this guy was going around knowingly giving someone eight girls HIV. And that is horrible. But I, wanna, I would like to propose something for just, again, I always am about bigger picture. We also need to look at cause and effect of things. Okay, hear me out on this. Um, let's stop being so casual with sex and people's feelings because you don't know what ticking time bomb you are working with when you sit down and lay down with someone and you dismiss them afterwards and you're callous afterwards and then they are already on the verge of being cray cray. You don't know them well enough because you were just being casual, just getting your nut for the night. And now you don't know the, the crazy you just unleashed. So like, let's, I'm just, I'm here for the, I'm limiting the root of the problem. But I actually, I absolutely do think there needs to be some kind of laws with filing false police reports when you know that's a lie. Lying on people saying they raped you. Lying on people saying that they, they gave you disease that they didn't give you. Those are damaging things that can damage you for like the rest of your life or get you killed. Can I, can I say that if she publicly humiliated him, when she apologizes, it needs to be public. Oh, no, yeah. I agree with that. I am a big fan of that. I think you have to, you got to be on that same platform. Catch you that soulmate. Up. Catch that. I'm catching it. You got to keep the same energy. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Don't apologize to me in private when you don't blast me publicly or you don't put my health results out there. Where's your video, Miss Video Girl or Miss Instagram Girl? Clearing that up. Clear it up. Yeah. You look dumb. Maybe she does got HIV, but from somebody else. How about that? How you like that story, lady? All right, move it on. Claudia. There you no. go. <laughs> but this is what she put out there. She put out that bad energy. Candy Burris unveils her rap alter ego plastique. Take a look. <laughs> Are y'all here for this? Um, Alex, go you first. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I, like, I, like, I thought it was funny. It reminded me of that transgender woman from Chicago. What's her name, um, Flame? I think it's Mimi Plastic. That's what it reminded Plastica. me of. Remember me? Plastica. Yeah, sorry, I mispronounced that. But yeah, that's what it reminded me of. But other than that, I, 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 I don't know. Is this her inner what? This is her inner what? This I don't. Her know. alter ego. Oh, that's her alter ego. So in her alter ego, she wants huge. I'm confused. Yeah. What do you, 
What do you well, think? That's, that's the joy of the internet. So if you want an alter ego, you can just create a fantasy. She's not going to alter her body like that. But that's something that you can see that I wouldn't do this for real. But that's I'm, Plus, by the way, I'm biased. I absolutely love, love, love Candy Burris. Candy can do no wrong to me. I thought it was cute. Now, there is a, tr a trans entertainer in Miami who has boobs like that. She works at the palace. I can't think of her name right now. Portia or something like that. She has huge boobs like that, but she is a huge attraction there. She's a beautiful woman. Candy, call me, girl. I want to get in that dungeon. Ooh. <laughs> you know, uh, anyone that knows Candy Burris, like she's been, uh, or follows her on so her social media, she's been like, even people that throw her shade, she's been reenacting the stuff that they throw at yeah. her, and she doesn't take herself so seriously. She's just having fun. She's conquered everything. She's conquered reality, yeah. music, songwriting, yeah. being a brand ambassador, have, being a businesswoman, the restaurant business, Actress. producing others. Yeah, she's an actress. She's putting everybody. So I think she's just having a little fun. And I, if you enjoy people that don't take themselves too seriously, this is like can't, this is for you. She's being funny. She's poking fun yeah. at the trend of how ridiculous people are being with their surgeries. Is what I think. Mm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait you a ain't minute. you're you are a, a classy <laughs> side. You, you ain't over the top ridiculous. <sighs> I'm thinking about getting big enough to throw in my shoulders. But uh, uh, go to the next thing, Claudia. Waka Flocka was not here for fans reminiscing about his ex-wife, Tammy, under his Instagram post with his new girlfriend. Waka wrote, if y'all really love me and Tammy respectfully, can y'all respect our personal lives? Do you find it annoying when people can't let go of your past? Al, I'm going to go to you on this one. Well, I, yeah, of course you do. But uh, this is so interesting. And you guys know I've talked about this before on the show. Waka Flocka, I think it's cool. Um, the new girlfriend does look like his old ex, though. She just looks lighter. I think she's Spanish. Um, I personally was expecting Waka Flocka to step out with a black woman. And that's why, you know, I've said this on the show before. I guess black men just don't want a black woman no more. I don't know if this is a trend or what's going on. Now, Claudia has said before, people should be able to like who they want to like and choose who they want to choose. I agree. But can we find some, some black men that are into black women? I was just having dinner last night with a very well-known publicist here in Hollywood. And, and, I mean, in Los Los Angeles and she's a dark-skinned woman and she said you know what Al she said I gotta be honest with you she said men just aren't attracted to women that look like me anymore the women that look like their mothers they're not attracted to us anymore she said I could walk naked through this room right now and get absolutely no attention I find that sorry everybody I find that extremely sad that our black men are not trying to date people that look like their mothers or look like their fathers or look like their aunts i that that i need some answers on still because these men don't think that black is really beautiful or they would go after it i have a beautiful in shape body yaddy yaddy friend natural who's an educator and a real estate agent in miami and i've gone out with her and no man hollers at her they all treat her like the homie and it is sad Dang. but it's something i've been saying especially in los angeles they really show no love to black women out there you know oh let me I see i didn't know that oh yes it's so bad in la let me tell you who does check for the black women in la billionaire rich white men that have a fetish and oh, that's yeah. about it and then who yeah. wants that i mean unless you want she that. did say that she did say that yeah. I, I, don't, I don't agree with what al said black men are still checking for black women but i do think that they don't want their, a woman that looks like their mother but i don't think when you said that i don't mean that and not with the hue it's not the color they just don't want to be reminded about because who, who knows how they grew up with their mom well but name one 
Name yeah, but one. black men still love black women. I'm saying name black one that's public. To name one that's public that you know that's got a dark-skinned woman. Shirley Ralph and her husband Vince. No, no, no. I said name one of the new newer guys. I'm talking about a black man, newer black man in the business. Name one. Um, Damson Damson Idris, who's dating Lori Harvey. She's not a brown, super brown skin girl. But she's still a black woman. It's, it's not about the hue. She's still a black woman. It's not about the hue. She's still a black. We come in all flavors, like Baskin Robbins. She's still mm. a black woman. So, and she usually, she technically dates black men, and she's a beautiful sister. So I think it is. I think that the stigma of putting that out there, though, the negativity of I ain't give with a sister, I ain't give with a sister. It's not like that. I think love is love, and you can fall in love with who you ever, whoever you want to. But we are dictated by a machine to say, "Oh, I'm better than you if I got this sitting on my shoulder as opposed to this sitting on my shoulder." I love a black anything. I am, you know, I'm he she we. I like him. I just think love. there are too many examples out here of our black black athletes. Absolutely. And a lot of our very successful and we can go to the LGBTQ community, our very successful black actors are not dating black boys, period. The women, oh, the, black women, the black women, the black women, the black women are not dating or marrying black women. You can look at the look at the landscape, you name it. We can go from Wanda Sykes to. Let me jump in. We got to go to break. But you know what? If you want, we can come back and we can talk more about this. I will say in Dallas, I see a lot of dark skinned, beautiful black couples. There are black men. It just depends where you are. L.A. be on that B.S. Miami yeah. be on that B.S. And celebrities be on that B.S. But I think we the Midwest and the middle America tends to get overlooked because it's not on television. All right. Coming up next, a woman shares why some people should not work from home. How dare you? All right. We'll be right back. We'll talk about it when we get back. We like this job working from home. We'll be back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. A woman shared her experience with an IRS employee who was working from home. Watch this clip. I'm trying to get my money from the IRS. I called their 1-800 number. The lady put me on hold. And um, hunger not... Wait, let me... You're here. Hunger is not that... <laughs> she fell asleep <laughs> i wish they would sleep on collecting these taxes all right what y'all think about this flame what you think they I, as long as it takes to get a hold of a human on the irs line because it does all take right. a long time well first of all did she say irs is i think she, she so again check the source she said irs is i've never heard that irs be called the rrs is and I love working from home because as soon as this show is over, I'm going to go from her to him in about three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He's silly. Al, what do you think? <laughs> I'm so confused here. Uh, <laughs> if it's real, if it's real, whenever I, whenever someone, whenever something like this happens, I always think about like what's going on with that person, right? For you to be asleep during the day while you're at work, Either this is your second or third job and you trying to make ends meet. So you got you got a whole bunch of financial issues going on at home. Or maybe if that was another woman, she's got a newborn. She didn't get any rest. That's what goes through my head when people fall asleep 
at work. Now, to say that it was also at the IRS, now that really makes it bad because you're dealing with people's legal documents and that, now that would concern me. So if I was in that situation, I would report it, but I wouldn't report it if it was a black woman because I would think that, you know, she needed that job and I wouldn't get her in trouble. Dare you not fall asleep when you and I'm trying to call you to work some stuff out, but y'all are definitely not asleep when it's time to collect my money. Uh, absolutely not, lady. If you ain't ready for this, then get a different job. I'm sorry. I want to thank my co-host Al Reynolds and Flame Monroe for joining me tonight. Thank you so much for watching Sun YouTube. Shout out to all the soulmates in the chat. Watch again tomorrow. Bye, y'all. Have a good night, soulmates. Bye.